0: everybody, it's He Young. Roundtable is thrilled to launch the UniTalk Challenge, rising stars of Roundtable. If you like the show and enjoy our discussions, why not take the stage yourself? Calling all university students, both undergraduates and postgrads, to engage in an English discussion on a topic that ignites your passion. Record your discussion, which consists more than one person, and send it to us at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. You could be the next rising star of Roundtable. An incredible opportunity awaits, so seize the moment.
1: Discussion keeps the world turning.
0: This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable with myself, He Young. I'm joined by Gao Jin-ya and Yu in the studio. And I want to say hey there, foodies and fun seekers. Ever been to a restaurant where the waitstaff is not just serving up delicious dishes, but also breaking into spontaneous dance moves? We're diving into the debate. Are these restaurant dances a cringe fest? or pure entertainment gold. And guess who's back and ready to melt some more hearts? It's Bing Dun Dun, the adorable panda mascot now transformed into Long Dun Dun, the Dragon Dun Dun. Fans can't get enough. And this time Dragon Dun Dun is the talk of town and it's not alone. Meet Long Chen Chen. The dragon mascot for the China Media Group Spring Festival Gala of 2024. Get ready for a year filled with dragon fun ahead. I know, life's a roller coaster, and sometimes you miss the ride on air. No FOMO here. Hit up the Roundtable China podcast. We totally get it. Kids, distractions, the whole shebang. Find us on your preferred podcast platform and catch the radio waves on your own terms. And we're always eager to hear what's on your mind. Whether it's burning questions about social issues, the latest in business, the wonders of technology, or whatever sparks your curiosity, we want to dive into it with you. Send your queries our way. You can shoot us an email at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. And hey, If you're feeling adventurous, why not record a voice memo? Your voice on the airwaves in our Heart to Heart segment. Now that is something special. Now let's move on to the next topic of today. The restaurant industry is a fiercely competitive business and the dining out experience reaches new heights when delicious meals are complemented by unforgettable out-of-the-box live entertainment from live music performances and trivia nights to dance repertoires. the waiting staff in Chinese restaurants showcases. A remarkable array of talents. Notably, the waiters and waitresses at a popular hot pot restaurant chain have captured the spotlight on social media, gaining attention for their spontaneous dance performances, triggered by the magical words, or Subject 3, uttered by consumers. So, okay, this term, 科母山... Originally, I thought it's everything about driving, you know. Mm-hmm. You've gotten your yes, driver's license yes. here, uh, Of course, Jinyang. yeah.
2: So I think, I really don't know about this, Kumu but I'll make a <laughs> guess, He Yang, here. Mm-hmm. Is it um, a certain, you know, this wait, uh, wait waiter staff, they have to have a certain, you know, skills to show around. It's not only, you know, serving dishes. They have to, like... Oh, I can play a piano, let's say. Oh, I can dance, or I can—I don't know—is that so? Or you're, is you're wrong getting guts? very,
0: very <laughs> close. Yes. Yeah, so originally, maybe Kumusan um, or subject three refers to well, it, okay. In the context of driver's education and licensing in China, it specifically refers to the third component of the driver's license examination, basically advanced driving skills test. But in colloquialism, it refers to Dancing, and um, it might have been something associated with residents in Guangxi Zhuang Autonomous Region in this country. And folks there apparently are seen as very capable in singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's why these three little magical words in Chinese. Um, it's it's a phrase that when you utter it, and then these folks in the uh, hot pot restaurant just start dancing. And you know what? We've got such divided opinion on this. Uh, you can tell it's been trending on social media. You either love it or hate it. Which camp are you? You should
1: well, uh, I, I must say, <laughs> if this kind of a performance is coming with the dish or more particularly, you know, they, they need to perform when they serve this meal, then I can accept it because this is probably a part of, you know, this specialty. But if just, a, you know, another kind of style of dancing and coming to my way when I was just eating a hot pot, then mm, I don't think it will be my thing.
0: Okay, the thing is, apparently, you have to utter those three little words. Oh, so right? Or am I right here? So
1: I have to order Kemu san so they can dance for me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like just just whisper Kemu and then magic happens. Do you have to pay extra for Kemu san? Yeah, that's a, another very good question. Um,
1: and I don't think uh, you you will need to pay for that because that's kind of a you know a thing that this restaurant will offer because they would like to offer you the most satisfactory service yeah. they can so that they will basically, if it's not illegal, they will satisfy most of your um, demands.
0: Well, also this particular uh, hot pot restaurant chain, we all know mm. uh, if you live in China. And also I think they've uh, opened a, a wonderful branch actually in London. And mm. uh, anyhow, my point here is this Restaurant is known for going to great lengths in serving mm. their customers, and it's quite a um, it's quite remarkable to sort of make your name like that in customer service. And in the past, services includes. Um, Include, let me think, uh, doing a manicure for you when you're waiting. years ago, they've been been doing this. And always uh, these rather tasty snacks, which Mm. is like on the free flow. And also, what Now they're
1: offering washing your hair, I think.
0: (gasps) Really? What about Um, doing a haircut? I really need that. (laughs) And none of this is something you need to pay extra out of your pocket. Mm. But you know um all of the expenses comes from your um your your bill at the end of the night right, right. so this is um the restaurant that have now once again made some, made a name for itself that it dances for you it's its uh, staff members would dance for you. Um, how do you like it or hate it? I think if they're trying to create a certain
2: ambience for the uh, customers, I think it's fine with me. But if they're going to, uh, to my specific table, I won't feel that c- quite comfortable because I think maybe sometimes... I would, uh, you know, discuss some, um, you know, super mm-hmm. business with certain friends, and also um, it, it could it it could make a big scene there.
0: So um, it's uh, it's definitely that, not my thing. That's the thing about a dance. It's like maybe your neighbor in in the neighboring table, a person ordered the dance, but you at the next table you have to enjoy it as well, or at least, you know, there's no way of walking away from it, because it's a dance, it's a performance, it's in your face, and it's not something that can be performed on an individual. Yes, and, you know, people like to take
2: videos about this, I think, so we've, we've been, you know, taken into the videos, and that's not my thing. And speaking of this dancing thing, uh, you know, uh, when I was in Zimbabwe, you um, uh, I think they only do this in, at certain uh, resorts, like Victoria Falls. That's big uh, tourist city. A certain restaurant in uh, Victoria Falls, they would uh, invite uh, client, invite consumers to dance with them. To it's like you know immerse them uh, into local culture because it's Africa, right? It's mm-hmm. different, you know, with the African beat and also the you know, drums. I think it's a good experience, but this is this is different, definitely different. So. Um, I I, I hope there is a certain degree that that they can, you know, uh, get control because um, what I've experienced in Africa, you know, um, it's just a certain people, if they're a certain person, if they're celebrating their birthday at certain restaurants, um, you know, besides singing the birthday song Mm -hmm. uh, to this, uh, let's say the... um,
0: Birthday boy or girl? Yes, and they would
2: ask, sing another line. It's like, "Who is your boyfriend?" You know, to a girl, and then maybe to a lady. It would to to a boy, and to a lady is, uh, uh, who to a boy, and to a gentleman is, "Who is your girlfriend?" You know, things like that. Do you need to reply? No, definitely not, because usually the guy or the lady actually is accompanied by his you know the oh. other side and they would be, they would because it's like they're joking making a joke oh. because uh, maybe you're having some secret let's say
0: relationship oh. a side <laughs> okay, of so, this so if it's a whole gag of girls like you and your girlfriends turn up there's no man visibly spe- Seated at the table, uh-huh. then would they still ask you? Because that would feel it yeah, might be a little. They would ask me,
2: and also the, what they I'm would sure ask, they would ask, so. "How old are you now?" Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's like so yeah, inappropriate. You have to reply, "How old do you? How old are you now?" You have a to hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Look or at 18. me, still <laughs>
0: alive and kicking. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: that's, that's basically what they've been doing, and
0: that's culturally acceptable.
2: I think so. That's what I've I've been come across, you know, at different restaurants.
0: Oh, that is so Mm -hmm. fascinating. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you spent four, well, five, five years, years there uh, as a correspondent mm. in Zimbabwe. And uh, it's always really fun to have you on the show <laughs> to hear all these uh, different snippets of different cultures and what happened in, in Africa in that sense. But, um, yeah, like, look at here in China. It's just a little dance. And already a lot of folks aren't really happy about it. Mm. And just wait until they start asking you about your... Age, uh, relationship <laughs> status, and why not just, you know, tell me how much you earn every every month. It, it's it's interesting nowadays. I don't think people agree on what the boundaries are when it comes to personal space and how comfortable you are in the public area. Um But dance or not, and and questions or not, folks simply cannot agree on it.
1: Yes, you know, um, I think the thing is that some of these movements involve a lot of body twisting and loud music, you know, and some even invite customers to join in. Um, and it kind of puts pressure on customer who just want to enjoy their meal quietly because you know in that kind of restaurant it is a public open area mm. and um, even though you don't you're not or you didn't order that service <laughs> you can still hear that because that's kind of loud and um maybe it's just next table right so for some people who only want to enjoy their quiet enjoy their meal quietly they, it's hard to avoid these kind of things.
0: Right. But mm. also, this is a hot pot restaurant. You're not at some fine dining place. <laughs> or But also, I understand, sometimes folks just want their hot pot or they want their relative privacy of just talking to friends and not have... Uh, and some people even find um, the waiters and waitresses um, who come up to you and introduce the dishes to be a little bit pushing it. Oh. I mean... Yeah, but but some people are like, yeah, I expect the um, waiting staff to come over and explain what's so amazing about this dish. Mm -hmm. So is it the case-by-case scenario then? And this is one of the um, tricky traits of um, wisdom that the serving um, staff will need to learn and acquire. That is, you gotta be able to read the table and see if it's a, if it's best for you to intrude or, or 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 present your service in a way that is that is seamless. And you kind of just need to read the table and room. I think for the restaurant owners, I think the.
2: Um... Uh, the salaries for their staff, it's fixed. You know, when they're doing this extra thing, performances, they would help them to attract more clients. Mm. You know, He Yang, you and I, we, we were talking about like 10 years ago, the certain hotspot restaurant has been offering manicure service. See, it's it's, it's in the topic all the time. Mm. I think maybe other restaurants, they have to follow the suit or else, you
0: know, they, you know add a strategy to attract more consumers. Do you think that another uh, restaurant asking its staff members to start dancing would create this kind of social media sensation or, you know, positive Um, feedback? I think at least
2: people are taking videos, you know, Mm. know, filming the whole process. I've been to a Uyghur, you know, restaurant Mm. and this... Beautiful Uyghur lady, she would do a uh, dance, you know, in the pu- on a public stage, and then she would uh, make certain moves to different tables. But it's it was quite short, not that you know the mm-hmm. uh, last so long, but you know it, it, they've been doing this dancing
0: thing. Yeah, and this is something we've seen for a long time with mm. um, the ethnic minority dances or these. Uh, when such themes of restaurants would uh, offer some of these uh, specific dances or performances mm-hmm. known of a particular ethnic minority group in that sense. And, yeah. and and that's fine, right? People don't really complain about that.
1: I think that is um, different, you know, because these kind of uh, dancing or performances or songs are a part of the enjoyment of dining in this specific restaurant, you know, um, we can see that many restaurants featuring regional cuisine sometimes provide these kind of performances for guests. You know, I think that can enrich the dining experience and and entertain customers with these, you know, performances are also introducing that kind of local culture to Mm -hmm. the customers. Um, while when what we were talking about in this hot pot restaurant it's actually a extra service i would say that you know the customers are kind of making a fun and um Fun environment to actually, you know, ba- maybe make take videos and upload on social media platforms.
0: Yeah, and also just speaking of the various performances one could enjoy while you go to an eating establishment, um, everybody knows uh, Deng Lijun, right? The mm-hmm. Teresa mm-hmm. Deng. I remember there's a music-themed uh, restaurant which every day uh, has. Um, A a few amateur singers go up on stage to do their own renditions of classic Deng Lijun songs, And, and that's fine, but to the taste of some patrons, they would rather not have to sit through that. Maybe just listening to a little bit of uh, Teresa Deng's music is fine, but uh, it's almost like having an open mic. Um, But yeah, that kind of involves more um, people and uh, makes it a talking point, but certainly not something so hip or social media discussion worthy like um, that hot pot restaurant that we're, we're referring to um, now. And um, do you think that it's the way to go for restaurants to offer more of this value-added service? And it could be dance. It could be something
2: else. I think those restaurants, they're also trying their best to you know provide the best service they can. Um, and well i you know i while the other day i went to a restaurant you know the table next to me the lady was complaining about the chicken wings it was not that hot it was a little bit cold actually and oh. she has been ordering in you know, a whole table of dishes and then the res- restaurant cancelled all the bill for her i think i think it's, free meal? Yeah, I think that's you know free meal. I think those restaurants they're overdoing it, mm. because fundamentally speaking, it's just the you know the quality of the dishes, the taste that matter, right? So yeah, like you said, in the performances, it's something extra. But mm, we'll see, you know, what they can do to you know survive. Let's say, better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And I think that is um, also kind of a promoting scheme of these restaurants in in some ways, you know, because they're offering these kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, dances, dance moves that are popular on short video platforms, specifically these san. So these customers may or may not, uh, but a lot of them will take videos of these dances and then upload on social media platforms. And then I think that will attract more attention, which is a highly effective means of promotion, right? Uh, Especially in this case, right? Mm -hmm. We can see a lot of discussion on this specific restaurant, hot pot restaurant. Mm -hmm. And also um, they can create kind of, um, you know, a more kind of a unique experience for customers and then in some way increase their um, satisfactory uh, increase their satisfaction when they're dining in this restaurant and I think that is also absolutely what these restaurants would like to do
0: Mm. also Junya you mentioned earlier about are these um, staff members being paid extra I would hope that they're at least given a a little bonus or something because this is Well, it's um, staff morale we need to consider as well. You know, you got to take care of your employees. And um, yeah, are they comfortable and enthusiastic about performing? Or does it create a stressful or uncomfortable work environment? I know this is probably not the first thought that people would dwell on. But certainly, if you're doing extra work, I believe you should get paid or financially remunerated in some shape or form and overall it's important to evaluate the impact on the restaurant's business does it does the inclusion of the dine and dance performance attract more patrons? Or does it risk turning away certain customer demographics? But certainly nowadays, it seems like um, all all news is good news. And um, certainly it's become a talking point uh, at the moment on Chinese social media. Coming up next, have you got Riz? Oxford University Press has selected this shortened form of charisma as the word of the year. And these dragon-themed mascots that we'll talk about certainly got res. What gives? Stay tuned. Looking for passion? How about fiery debate? Want to hear about current events in China from different perspectives? Then tune in to Roundtable, where East meets West and
1: understanding is the goal.
0: It's the hour of Roundtable with myself, He Yang. I am joined by Yushan and Gao Junya in the studio. Bing Duan Duan, the beloved mascot of the Beijing Winter Olympic Games, is back. And this time it's rocking a dragon outfit. Say hello to Long Dun Dun, or as we like to call it, Dragon Dun, Dun. But mm. that's not all. Long Dun, Dun isn't the only dragon in town. Meet Long Chen Chen, mm. the mascot for the China Media Group Spring Festival Gala in 2024, which will uh, be uh, all over the screen in February next year. And... Yes, that'd be the year of the dragon in the Chinese zodiac. Dragons are all the rage, and these lovable characters are here to bring the fun and excitement to the Chinese New Year, which is still a couple of months ahead, but we bring this to your attention. So dragon mascots got Riz. Do explain, guys. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um so first of all this Beijing Winter Olympics mascot Bing Dwen has a special edition for um f- in the uh, upcoming Chinese New Year of the Dragon and it's called Long duen duen. so here the character long means dragon as we know and the reason why it's called Long duen duen is obviously because Bing Dwen the Bing means ice so it's replaced you know, by Long the Dragon. Okay. And the Long Dun, Dun series of new products have been officially launched on December the 7th. But we can see, even with this dragon themed skin or skin uh, or costume, <laughs> uh, Long Dun, Dun still has his rainbow colored helmet or goggle we can see mm-hmm. which represents the national speed skating oval or what we called it bing ice ribbon <laughs> and it is actually opening for public and i was fortunate enough to skate once in this ice ribbon mm-hmm. and yeah i can i could totally feel that people's enthusiasm towards winter sports even if it was in summer
0: mm. mm-hmm. yes and also long Chen is um Uh, Certainly something we can see visible uh, in, uh, for example, this building. Um, And Mm. what do we know about how or all the painstaking efforts that have gone into uh, Longchenchen and the popularity of it?
1: As we um, mentioned, uh, Long means dragon, right? And the character Chen is another representat- uh, representation of dragon in the 12 zodiac signs. So this design um, draws inspiration from the representative artifact of the Chinese dragon totem and uh, turquoise, dragon-shaped object unearthed from the early to archaeological site. Mm -hmm. So the dragon's face is crafted with cloud and thunder patterns and a lot of these kind of ancient Chinese patterns Mm -hmm. with the dragon's belly bearing the imprint of these patterns.
0: Yes. So a lot of cloud, thunder, and wind, and these are the also traditional artistic elements that you see in mm. a, lot, a lot of ancient Chinese artifacts.
2: Yeah, it's just amazing to know so many Chinese cultural elements are absorbed into this design of this, you know, cute dragon. I think, you no know, you know, the year of dragon is so, diff, diff, so special for Chinese people. Mm. If we say, you know, each one of us has a Let's say the, the animal year, you know, Ben mm-hmm. I would say maybe the year of dragon is the Ben of the Chinese people, the whole Chinese nation. Because it's it's our oh. totem, right? We've been describing ourselves as Long De Chuan Ren, the descendants of the dragon, the mm-hmm. Chinese dragon. So it is it is quite meaning, meaningful and special. So this coming year is, you know has a lot of special uh, meanings for all of us.
0: Yeah, I like the way you put it because... Uh... I'm not flagging anyone or a particular um, zodiac sign, but yeah, like, let's say if you're born in the year of the mouse, or uh, is there a different, I can't think of, anyway, or rabbit or rooster or, or whatever it is, then... Um, certainly the dragon just sounds much cooler, you know, fierce, Mm -hmm. fierce. (laughs) Yes, and this cultural uh, perceptions of uh, dragons in China and the West exhibit some notable differences. While uh, dragons are mystical creatures present in both cultures, their symbolism and characteristics can vary quite significantly. So, yeah, what are some of the key distinctions when it comes to the chinese dragon and maybe the mythical dragon that you read from mid-ages um squirrels uh scrolls as such
1: Mm, i think the symbolism of dragon in chinese culture are mostly positive right dragon in chinese culture are generally seen as benevolent and powerful symbols associated with good fortune strength and prosperity while in Western cultures, it's more mixed, right? The per- The perception of dragons is more varied. Well, they can symbolize power and wisdom, and they can also be associated with danger and destruction.
0: Yeah, like you hear these um, mystical stories about, um, you know, the knight slays the dragon mm-hmm. for... Is it to save the princess or whatever it is? Mm, now the mostly. modern um, re- uh, the modern version of it could be like the princess could simply slay the dragon herself. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. And that brings us to the end of today's roundtable. Thank you so much, Gao Ya, and Yushun for joining the discussion. I'm He Yang. We'll see you next time.